I hear you're going out with David Putty. Yeah? What, is it a problem? Well, I think he could have asked me, supposed to be a friend of mine. Well, I guess he figured you just wouldn't care. It has been a few years. You always care who an ex-girlfriend dates. You don't want it to be someone you know, and then you don't want it to be someone better than you. Now, even though the latter is obviously impossible. Oh, God. The former still applies. I don't know what it is, but I just can't see you with a mechanic. Oh, yeah, right, right. Well, all those mechanics do is work all day with their hands and their big muscular arms on machines. And then they come home dripping with animal sexuality like Stanley Kowalski. What a huge turnoff that is. All right. March 2nd, 2024. Hello, friends. How are you doing? I'm gonna hope you all are well. Are you well? I hope so. I too hope they are well. You could and have asked not, if I wanted to go in with you on that. Things could go up from here if, if things aren't well, you know? They could. Sure. Maybe. Things can always get better. Tomorrow is another day. Yeah, maybe you're just on a little downswing. You never know you what's gonna happen. Pop up. Good stuff is right around the corner. I know it. I feel it for you. Hang in there. Yeah. And or congratulations on the great thing. Yes. Good job. You definitely deserve that thing. Yep. Yep. We said so. Mm-hmm. You can tell them. We are very trustworthy. Those weirdo ladies on TWIP said you deserve it. You know what? Put us down as references. Okay, hold that's on. That's fine. No, I think that's a little much. All I right. don't want phone calls from strangers. Well, who said anything about a phone if call? If you're a reference, I people are going to call you to check the reference. I mean, you could just put an email. I don't want to eat more emails from strangers either. I get enough of those. Well, all right. What are you doing? I don't know. I'm just trying to work this out. What are you working out? I don't know. I'm oh, always okay. trying to fix all the things. Yep. It's very... Tiring? Yes. Yeah. I'm exhausting. But I love you. That's nice. It is. Okay, let's move on. Well, there's not a whole lot to move on to um, right Where's now. Where's the post-it? I have my post-it. Okay. It's over here. I didn't see it. An easy reach of the lady who reads it. It's me. like not that easy of a reach. I mean, it looks like from here. It's right it's next little, to me. Okay. It is six inches from my hand. I don't know. It's like at a strange, practically... 180 degree angle from your... What? I don't know. It's like... My a, hand is right by it. You gotta turn all that way. I'm not turning like and whole... I just picked it up without turning. All right. You don't know nothing. All right. Okay. <clears throat> so we're just goofing because there's not a whole lot to talk about this episode because Kingery is still on hiatus Genesis Avalon season two is still going, and that's about all that's going on right now. Everything else uh, is still, you know, uh, in production. Like Kingery season 13 is in production, but it won't be premiering till the fall, and Shakespeare's still on hiatus. So, you know, it's a little bit quiet, but you know what I do have. You know what I have. I do. Here they are. All right. Here's some international numbers for you. <laughs> The Kingery made it up to number 24 in sci-fi in Sri Lanka. Hello, Sri Lankans. Number 30 in sci-fi in Portugal. Portugal, wonderful. Number 42 in sci-fi in Canada. Hello, 
Canadians. And number nine in sci-fi in Saudi Arabia. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Seminar made it up to number 58 in sci-fi in Hungary. Hungary again. Hungary always coming through. Chili's Trans Tuesdays made it up to number 25 in personal journals in Bulgaria. I think we've seen Bulgaria a few yeah, times on yeah. the list. Yes. And, okay, I want to brace you for this. Here we go again. This here show, TWIP, oh, no. made it up to number 11 in Slovenia and number 10 in Hungary. Wow. Why are they listening to this show? I don't know. We're glad you are, but we're also very confused. We just don't think this is a very good show. <laughs> It's a very charming show because we are charming. I mean, I know. It just feels very niche. <laughs> it is for pendant fans. But we are very happy to have you. We are. <laughs> From Burien, which is near Seattle, Washington, we have Josh Kibbe on the line. Hello, Josh. Hi, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? Pretty great. Thank you. How is life up in the Northwest? It is good. Uh, you know, the weather's weird. It's um, pretty nice. Uh, it, it isn't as uh, cold as it should be right now. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, what's it like being out in washington i've i've flown <clears throat> excuse me i have flown through there once uh oh nice uh uh just flown through not even like laid over in a in a, in a airport or anything yeah i switched planes oh, okay oh okay yeah 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 so i visited towns like that you know um it is i'm not a native seattleite either um i moved here from california um, now, uh, I, I'm about, I've been about, I've been in Seattle about as long as I've been in California. I moved in 2006. So I've been here, you know, however long that is like 16, 17 years now, mm -hmm. uh, or, uh, whatever it is. Uh, but, uh, so I think one of the biggest things is, uh, just, I know everyone talks about the weather up here. Um, but, uh, but that was, uh really sort of what changed to me that you know the, as much as people think it rains and and all that stuff it does rain but it's not like the top five of either rainfall or uh um uh, or number of days it rains in a year um it's a very temperate climate um but i moved up here from the desert uh the arid uh southern california desert uh, where it's uh, uh you know triple digit uh, degree heat uh -huh. uh, day but then it like cools down at night so it's very extreme you know so i've really become kind of a weather wimp um <laughs> in a bad way but uh but uh, uh so that's changed for me um one of the things one of the reasons i moved up here other than for a girl was uh i visited up here before i moved up here for good and uh you know uh an actor so i um i wanted to make sure there was something that i could do up in the city and the art scene um i really fell in love with it um mm -hmm. and then uh you know and then just the the natural beauty i feel like i've lived in the two of the most beautiful places on earth in a in, in the desert and uh you know where i can see a big beautiful mountain like every commute at least when the clouds aren't covering it 
So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I fell in love with it. Um, Very cool. So let me say congratulations on your pendy. Best comic relief. Yeah. That's awesome. Did uh, you go into that trying to amp up the funny? Uh, you know, to some degree, uh, I think that was part of the vision um, going into the project. You know, that was sort of some of based on some of the uh, some of the the line readings I gave uh, during the audition process and the feedback I got from the director and the dramaturg I uh, you know sort of that felt like what they wanted uh, an over the top approach um, to a French person you know I think part of that was they felt and I feel too that that particular play, Shakespeare, and a lot of those history plays that Shakespeare wrote about the Henrys, uh, he sort of writes them that way too. Um, so, so I think I did. I definitely sort of tried to punch up the the ridiculousness. <laughs> okay. And um, so your award was for Renier uh, in... Henry the Sixth, Part One, and um, what made you audition for for that to begin with? Yeah, a couple different reasons. Well, first off, uh, Pendant Shakespeare was the first. I think the first thing I did with Pendant. Um, and that started because uh, I, I just really love Shakespeare, performing Shakespeare for a long time. And uh, so I really do, sometimes I miss them, uh, but I really do look out for when new casting calls, particularly for a pen and Shakespeare coming up. Mm -hmm. um, another, I would do even pendant Shakespeare versions of uh, plays I've done before, but uh you know, it feels like they're trying to do like a completing the canon type thing. Um, and a lot of the sort of more known ones are, have been done already. Um, and so it's a really great opportunity to perform in uh, plays, version uh, Shakespeare plays that haven't been produced uh -huh. that much. Um, and then very specifically, I know, in this case, I know the dramaturg, Morgan Soul, like personally, we grew up together. And, uh, when, uh, you know, he started getting involved in uh, Pendant as well. And so he kind of asked me audition, asked me to audition. Um, he, wasn't, he didn't give me any role. We didn't have Renier in mind necessarily. Uh, but, but he was like, hey, you should audition for this. And definitely, like, do one of, submit an audition for one of the French people. Um, so, uh, so, so there was something like that. There was a specific request. I was like, ooh. Um, so I found it, and uh, and the rest is history. Okay. Well, I should ask how you found Pendant to begin with. Was that um, Morgan? You know, it may have been. My memory may, maybe I got involved at the same time as him, or I knew, I think he had written a seminar episode, and he was telling me about it. Um, it was a story about a wrestler 
Um, uh, I'm not sure which episode at this off the top of my head, but uh, um, <clears throat> so it was probably Morgan, or I found out uh, some other way. Uh, but it was uh, definitely like the Shakespeare stuff that uh, that really first piqued my interest and my awareness. Okay, cool. It all blurs, man. <laughs> that was yeah. five yeah. years ago. <laughs> so you've been in a few of the Shakespeare plays at this point now. Yes. So we've got you in Henry the Sex Part One, mm -hmm. where you nab a pendy. Um, what other ones have you done? The the Pendant Shakespeare plays I've been in, uh, other than Henry the Sixth Part One, I was in Double Falsehood uh, most recently, a very small part uh, named Gerald, uh, but. Uh, it was great to be a part of that one because it's like part of the Shakespeare Apocrypha. Um, you may not have even written it. Um, very few productions of that are done. Um, after that, I did uh, one of the episodes of the sonnets, which was part 17. Uh -huh. uh, Sonnet 81 for them. Then I was in Pericles and I was the character of Lysimachus. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Troilus and Cressida, uh, I think, was the first uh, pendant Shakespeare play I was in. Um, and I was cast as Priam. Um, and then the very last, Act 5, Part 2, I think it's the very last episode, um, I got to be Ajax because, uh, I don't know, the original Ajax dropped off the face of the earth, and so they needed someone to fill in. So I'm Priam and the second Ajax in Charles and Cressida. Okay. It's awesome that you were able to step up and do that and keep everything going, moving along. Oh, yeah. So you're into Shakespeare? I think you had said before. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've been doing Shakespeare since basically middle school. Um, I had a teacher who uh, taught us extracurricularly. It wasn't part, the school wasn't like, it wasn't part of any class. Mm -hmm. We just got together with this teacher after school and we put together uh, little scenes from plays. Uh, the most memorable one, the one that I remember most is uh, uh, the scene from Macbeth with the doctor and uh, Lady Macbeth, she's going crazy. And I was, and I was the doctor and there's a nurse um, that we're, we're talking about her being crazy to ourselves. And uh, so that was a small part in the grand scheme of the play, but it was basically, we were just doing that scene. So it was a big part. Um, but since then, I've just been, uh, yeah, I've just fallen in love with it. Um, I haven't performed in every play, but uh, but that's sort of a goal, like uh, like production houses, you know, they, they try and aspire to, uh, to complete the canon, as they say. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so your uh, love for Shakespeare com comes from uh, middle school? Yeah, that's how long it's lasted. Um, I Yeah, I mean, I it was really that uh, Mr. Sarkis, um, Ken Sarkis, that teacher who, you know, however young we were uh, at fifth grade or whatnot, it, uh, yeah, whatever it is, um, we're pretty young, but it was like he didn't... Uh, 
what was so great is you know he didn't allow us he didn't even like give us a choice to like allow the language to be impenetrable or or hard to understand or you know to some people it's basically like a whole different language yeah um, <laughs> that, that would be me <laughs> and so and so he just it was like it doesn't need to be that way um anyone can understand this at any age um and uh so i was just you know really lucky because uh I, I got the bug right there um, um and ever since you know throughout the high school and you know now uh sort of semi-professional um you know i do shakespeare basically every summer too um uh, I I work with troops that in the Seattle area that uh, do outdoor uh, theater tours um, of Shakespeare plays, you know, so we're um, a tour doesn't, you know, a tour means basically locally Seattle area parks, but we uh, have a set, we have our costumes, we pack up and we go to all these little parks and we uh, uh, set up the stage sort of, and it feels like more or less what they might've done um, in the Renaissance when these plays are written and being performed originally. Uh, so uh, so I do that a lot. So I basically just do it um, as much as I can. Uh, I actually don't, I'm not very good at reading Shakespeare plays. You might hear some people say like, oh, you know, Shakespeare, you really need to hear it. It needs to be performed to, to sort of understand it. Um, and that's sort of the camp I'm in. Um, not really on purpose, but like it's hard for me to just sit through a Shakespeare play and, and read it like a book because um, mm -hmm. you want to like it's people talking to each other. Um, and then, you know, because he wrote with such uh, arcane uh, words and language, um, you know, I'm not like if I'm reading a Shakespeare book, like play like a book, you know, basically I'm like your how you what you said about you you know you have to like spend time with it and you need to see people like talking it you know for it to to really make sense in in, in some ways so yeah that makes sense um for me it's just always been hard for me to wrap my brain around you know what he's written i don't words good all the time so you know <laughs> yeah and once you do a couple like you know even when we were doing those scenes uh back in uh middle school and you know maybe we didn't have the uh you know uh in a lot of ways i get shakespeare more and more because i have the life experience that a lot of the characters lived and you're like it's just one of those things you're like holy crap human beings basically all this other stuff is uh when that that's like when it clicks in shakespeare for a person you're like oh that's the magic it's like all these any sort of this stuff that we have in our lives you know humans basically live the same way um you know we lived loved and you know all the stuff in between so uh uh yeah so that's sort of part of my I keep going back to it. Okay, cool. So we just finished up part one. I assume you'll keep coming back to it for parts two and three. 
That is a great question. Um, I have you. Even... I strive for excellence. No, yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I actually, uh, you know, I haven't even begun thinking about that um, uh, yet. Uh, of course, they're going to do those next. Um, well, or you know what happens sometimes with this production is uh, a lot of modern productions they scrunch the whole story into one uh, production so mm -hmm. it's just gonna be the sixth or they'll do that with parts two and three um so like maybe they do that there um either way i would love to come back um as renier if he doesn't like i don't think he dies in part one i would have that would have been i would have seen that um and performed it or whatever unless he died off stage but uh um so unless he like dies in part two and isn't in part three um or you know what happens sometimes with some of these shakespeare history plays uh which is very hard to wrap anyone's head around is like because renier is is his name but it's basically his name because that's the the place he rules and so like you know you'll like Worcester on the English side is in all the history plays, but they're different individuals. They're just the the Duke of Worcester at that point in history, right? Mm -hmm. So uh so unless it's something like that and it's like a totally different character and they want to go a different direction. Um but I, yeah I would love to if I was asked um uh I, and I you know um I don't know how they'll do that. Um maybe audition again or but I would love to is the short answer. <laughs> awesome. So moving off Shakespeare. Yes. Um, you have spent some time in seminar. Yes. And the ones that you were in were a while back. One of them was um, back when Kat was doing it. And um, how do you like doing kind of a, a short form? It's really fun. Um, it's obviously totally uh, uh, different, uh, I guess, because there's not as much material to sort of work with. Um, but it was. It's really fun. Um, you know, it's it's nice to have uh, a thing that stops and and ends, um, and there isn't anywhere else for it to go. You know, um, uh, you know, and it's on the seminar side. You know, performing in in the Seattle area, you'll do. There's lots of like short form, like comedic stuff that exists uh -huh. that you can get involved in and do. But uh, so seminar is a little more, whether it's a genre or drama or uh, it, it's it's not like a, you know, it's not like sketch comedy or 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 anything like that. So. Um, so to do sort of dramatic material that's also short form uh, was very fun. I don't think I get that opportunity um, all that much. So, okay, cool. Yeah, going to uh, audition for more. Uh, yeah, I would love to. Um, I check the uh, casting calls as much as possible. Mm. Um, usually, it's when I think, oh, you know. I haven't done something pinned in a while. Then I'm like, oh, maybe there's a casting call. Uh, uh, 
so um and i you know and i've auditioned the stuff i've done in pendant i probably auditioned uh you know double that you know uh so mm -hmm. uh so basically the short answer is for sure i'll audition um without a doubt for definitely uh, for future seminars in particular Cool. Excellent. And then finally, I have been hearing you in the Kingery. Yeah. Kingery is a lot of fun. Um, so you are now playing Hebe. I am the new Hebe, yes. So Hebe's gone through a few actors. How do you jump into a character that had a, a few people playing him prior to you? Yeah. Um, well, you know, sort of going back to Shakespeare in, in some respects, um, I'm very well prepared for it to do doing a lot of Shakespeare because you'll never uh, be in the position to invent a character. Um uh, or you know, or, or or play a character for the first time and develop it for the first time. So in some ways, it's it's just like that. Um, I sort of, it's almost like also too, you know, like a like a Batman or a James Bond thing. Um, I listened to the entire show, so I got a an idea. Wow. Yeah, I uh, I Did mean, you go all the way back to season oh, one, very oh, yeah, I had to. Yeah, I was like, I have to <laughs> talk about research. It was, uh, you know, and it's a nice, it's, it's an epic piece of work. Um, it uh, you know, very few pieces of art can uh, sustain themselves, you know, in this way. Um, you know, and the secret is like the show basically will outright change itself completely um but do that little trick where it's like called the same and you know i think that's the trick for this super long form storytelling but i don't have much experience with it so that's you know so that's one thing so basically you know i'm i'm learning how to as we talk and as i do the show i'm learning how to um uh, pick up a contemporary role from other actors um, and how to do it. So, um, but I listened to all the other iterations and uh, also, you know, I was given notes by, uh, uh, you know, by Tilly and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in fact, I got the role because something happened and I auditioned for another role previously, like a couple years ago for Kingery. Um, and I didn't get that role, but, uh, but they went back um something happened uh someone had to drop out or whatnot you know um and uh so they're looking to fill hebe but with not very much time so they're like hey you auditioned this is sort of close enough to what we're looking for sent me the uh the the tape of the audition that i submitted and uh and said we need this in like seven days um uh when usually you have like a month uh right. so uh, so it was just uh, uh, feet to the fire, basically. So I did well. So the first thing is I didn't have a whole lot of time to think about it. Um, 
So I wanted to take the specific notes I was given by Tilly, but, uh, you know, um, but also what I had heard, um, actually, as I interrupt myself, you know, I started listening to the show for research, you know, but because I had, I got on the show that way, having to do it in seven lines, Hebe isn't introduced yet until several seasons in. So I actually, yeah. not, I, I don't think I got to hear Hebe the first time before I got to, had to perform it for the first time. So, <laughs> I was going to so say, guess, that's yeah. a lot of listening. <laughs> yes. Before you even get to your character showing up. Yep. He's, I don't even remember what the season number is because we're on like season 143 now, right? <laughs> and yeah. And there, and there's some epic stuff that you got to hear. Yeah. Uh, before he even yes. Says. Um, uh, but it's like you know, uh, um, I'm pretty. Uh, you know, I feel like one of my, I don't always feel, like, like my my talent skill wise, you know, whatever. Like, uh, uh, I really have to kind of prepare. I think in order to be like good. Uh, I see some of my peers, maybe they don't just turn it on and they're doing the prep work too, but sometimes it looks like people can just sort of like turn it on or, you know, um, you know, uh, I have improv skills, but I like, I don't do it often. And in order to be good at improvisational stuff, I need to sort of be doing it every week. So, you know, I really was like, I have to listen to this whole thing because even though my character didn't come up, you know, it really built the world. Um, and so, uh, um, um, you know, and uh, he's sort of, uh, it's basically like a British accent. So I don't have much experience in that. Um, so it was all just trying to um, basically sound good enough. And then, um, but not, I don't want to sound too different from the others. But you also have to develop your own uh, your own take as well, right? Uh, because you're all you have. Um, so I think those are my thoughts on it. Um, okay, it's a uh, you know one interesting another thought about doing a show like Kingery is um, you know like a Shakespeare play. You know how it begins and ends, um, and you really don't know what's going to happen to your character until you get the script. Um, no one knows. Fine. <laughs> by the seat of your pants. Um, and so for an actor, I guess that's pretty exhilarating because you, you know, one thing with scripted material that one trick an actor can fall into uh, is that they're not uh, living in the moment enough with the lines or like it's not the audience isn't going to see that even though the lines are very familiar to you. So mm -hmm. uh, it basically just forces you to live in the moment. Um, yeah, with with Kingery, you kind of never know with the characters. Some characters are meant to be one-offs, and then they're in the show for twelve seasons. <laughs> and then other times, you have a character who really stands out, and then the next thing you know, she's dead. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, and then that dead yeah. person comes back alive. You know, and then dead people come back. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or clones or, of them, or flashbacks, or 
or the whole the bo- or the whole like uh, body transfer stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like one actor, but it's a different character now. You know, um, mm-hmm. same character, but they're you know, but they're right. same, same voice, but it's a different character inside the body. Um, yeah, pretty uh, pretty exciting. Yeah, the surprises keep coming on the Kingery. That's for sure. Um, yeah, and so another thing with Kingery, well, a similarity to something like Kingery, uh, which is also kind of like Shakespeare's, there's a big technical component too, partly because I'm so, uh, you know, with Renier, it was like this too, you know, I was pretty, I'm pretty insecure about the, uh, about doing the accents um, for both parts, and so, you know, not like, not to say that, you know, it's scary or anything like that but it's insecure so all that means though is it is is some of that stuff uh, opera uh, you know lives in the a technical part of your brain so you know um so you have to find other like kind of slices to sort of you know so it doesn't sound technical um you know other slices of the of the performance and and the approach to uh to do the acting and to do the, and, you know, and to develop the character and to deliver the character. Okay. Um, one more pendant-oriented question before you. Um, is there anything that you haven't done yet that you'd like to do? Uh, well... <laughs> That you know, sounds well, like there's something there. You know, well, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I look at all the casting calls all the time. And so I, I love, uh, you know, I basically auditioned for the Kingery until I got in, you know, without without having to audition. Um, and so I sort of feel like that with uh, any of the other shows I haven't been a part of. Um, uh because you know, I'm kind of always working on stuff in terms of stuff I might listen to or watch. And so I don't give myself enough time to really like as a fan listen to pendant shows. So just like we're doing here, I needed to win an award to uh, to know what this week in pendant was all about um, <laughs> and be a part of an episode. Um, you know, it's basically like that. Uh, in order for me to know what some of these shows are, um, <laughs> I have to be in it. So, uh, so then it's work, and I have to listen to it. Uh, so, oh yeah, you got to listen to them now. Exactly, exactly. So um, that sort of a thing. You know, one kind of thing that would be fun eventually, um, for half a minute uh you know one of the times the last couple of years you guys were having a, a directing uh class to get more people involved on the uh, behind the scenes part uh-huh. um, took like two parts of it and then i just basically dropped off um you know i feel bad about it but it was just uh it was uh you know whatever um it was it was it was too much at that particular time um so i couldn't do it at that time and i then I sort of just moved on because uh, I didn't want to, uh, you know, I thought I could handle it. So I got in and then you're like, oh, well, I'm just going to chill out. 
until I absolutely know I have time to get involved um, on that side of the thing. But I guess that would be it too. So just be involved in, in some component of, of the behind the scenes um, would be really fun. Uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, Tilly, I found another one for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, awesome. So yeah, we'll see. All right. So are you doing any shows or doing any audio work outside of Pendant? Yeah. That um, you can talk about. Yeah, no, thank you. That is a that's a good uh sometimes you can't. Uh like uh like you know, something uh, I just did with uh with Morgan, who's uh was the dramaturg for uh, uh Henry the Sixth Part One. Uh but uh he said but you can't talk about it yet, kind of like a Pindy Award. Because <laughs> that's the last time I had to be all vague book about a thing on social media. It's like, hey, I can't talk about this yet, but I have a cool, uh, one of those cool actorly things that I get to talk about. Um, so nothing like, uh, so that is that, but uh, uh, but I'm just doing a lot of um, live stage work in the Seattle area um, recently. Tomorrow, actually, I am in a show um, in a city called Maple Valley, which is uh, 15 miles uh, um, outside of Seattle, um, mm -hmm. like Southwest maybe. Um, but uh, I am part of a comedy troupe called Midnight Mystery Theater. Now that has a similar story to like the This Week in Pendant, how it's This Week in Pendant is a monthly show. Midnight Mystery Theater does not happen at midnight any longer um it, it just <laughs> happened on it was used to when it started like 20 years ago it was uh, uh it was like uh on wednesday nights at midnight um in little in bars and stuff it's not really in bars anymore uh but the guy who runs it has kept it going and uh, uh so it's now on the weekends just during like a seven o'clock or eight o'clock time frame um and uh, we do radio style, original radio style murder mysteries. Um, oh, cool. Music involved. And um, I started with that group. It's now been my longest running uh, involvement in a, in a gig. So like oh. 10 years now, I've been a part of this group. And uh, I started just doing live fully sound effects. Um and now I've graduated to basically uh, getting to be an actor in a lot of the shows um, and playing around with the band too during the musical sets. So we are doing that. If you're in the Seattle area, it's uh, the case of the missing understudy. Um, and it's uh, at the Maple Valley Creative Arts Council, um, mvcac.org. Uh, you can go to that. Um, and buy tickets if you're happening happening to listen to this. Um, and even if uh, uh, so, this happens tomorrow. I get. I just realized as I'm saying this, um, the show will have happened by the time this episode comes out. Um, I'm probably I'm pretty sure of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this is a semi regular um, gig that we do at this venue. So still mvcac.org. Um, and uh, you can find out about this show. Um, 
it's called Vendite Mystery Theater. And uh, it's always going to be the case of the missing something or other. They're pretty wacky, um, uh, corny, one-liner, off-color jokes, all of it. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. So we are going to do this thing that we call bullet questions. Ooh, okay. Question, answer, question, answer, question, answer. Okay. There are mostly no wrong answers. <laughs> so first thing that comes to mind that you think is what it is. Are you ready? Okay. Favorite Muppet? Uh, Fozzie. <laughs> nice. Favorite DC movie or TV show? Uh, it's going to be... Uh, you know, first thing that comes to mind, Man of Steel. Okay. Favorite Marvel movie or TV show? Because we like to give equal time. Yeah, I love it. Uh, the whatever one I just saw. I don't do the telepathy thing anymore. I got in a lot of trouble last <laughs> time. I've said too much. <laughs> uh, basically, I'm a big Marvel head, even more than DC. So it's... Uh, uh, I basically, my favorite Marvel movie is whatever one I just saw. I like them all. Oh, okay. So that would be... Well, actually, or I've, been watching Loki? Them, uh, I've been watching them over uh, all okay. through. And so I guess it's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Part 2. Okay, well, that was a good one. Yeah. All right. Favorite Star Wars movie or TV show? gonna go with uh return of the jedi very good did you see the trailer for bad batch season three no i have oh. oh my goodness oh yeah and of course the last question is going to have to be favorite star trek movie or tv show yes uh well has to be the wrath of khan which one true uh the 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 not uh benedict cumberbatch so uh, ricardo <laughs> montaban yes ricardo <laughs> all the way uh uh um botany bay mm -hmm. so yeah all righty big josh thank you so much for spending time with us in the hot seat today thank you so much jordan i really appreciate it and i appreciate uh, everyone appended Congratulations again on your Pendy win. Can people find you on social media? Hey, yeah, you can. Um, so I also, uh, Moonlight as a rapper, and uh, my name as a rapper is Kibonified. So it's part of my name, but it's K-I-B as in boy, B as in boy, O-N-A-F-I-D-E, Kibonified. Uh, and any of the social medias, that's my name, um, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Spotify, um, all of it. I'm going to put you on the spot in just a second. Okay. People can find me at JG underscore QA at the service formerly known as Twitter and Facebook with my name, Jordan.Gottlieb.5036 because I never changed it. Once again, Josh, thank you so much. I'm going to put you on the spot. We're going to kick it back to Tilly and Susan. Can you wrap something 
on our way out. Yes. <laughs> yo, yo. For the longest time, I was like, shit, don't hurt me. No matter if you ever cut me or curtsy, it all deflected off me like it was birdseed. You heard me? Like one spicy curry, I spit out this nonsense like it was fermented cores. We all have our breaking points, so let me be yours. I don't have the words, and I can't care less. And I already know I have to clean up your damn mess. Peace. Nice. <laughs> nice. Thanks, all sir. right. We're going to send it back. I don't think we've ended an interview quite like that before. Thank you. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it's over it's over it's over just the interview it's over okay don't forget every tuesday we have tilly's trans tuesday yeah don't forget that's right coming out wednesday march 6th the kingery season 13 hiatus special number two no preview because it's a short little snack it's little a audio shorty. snack Coming out Wednesday, March 27th, Genesis Avalon Patriot, episode 15. Hey, Nat. Just for the record, I'm sorry for getting you into this. Don't, Rox. When that blue bastard gets back here, I'm going to make him free you. This isn't your fault. We came along because we knew what was at stake. I'm not sure freeing me will even help. I can't feel my legs. Oh, you've survived worse than this. Come on. This won't even be the worst thing you've dealt with today. If... If it's still even today. Did... Did you say something? Honestly. You two should... Go. Get out of here. Roxa. I know you didn't just tell me to leave the love of my life in the middle of the realm of the undead. It's definitely not happening. In any sense. But... No buts. We just need to get out of here. And getting out of these damn restraints would be a good start. La la la, the show is almost done. All right, that is the end of this episode of this show that you are listening to. We're wrapping it up. Wrapping, wrapping, wrapping. Get some ribbon and some tape. We're going to wrap it as a present for you. And really, this this is apt as in terms of metaphor because neither of us is very good at wrapping gifts. <laughs> no, we're very bad at it. But this gift cannot be returned. Sorry, no refunds. Ah, it's just for you. No complaints. Okay. <laughs> be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com. We're on Facebook at PendantAudio.com slash... No. no. At Facebook.com slash Pendant Productions. There you go. There we go. <laughs> We're on Twitter at PendantWeb. We're on Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. And that's all the things that I will mention for now. Sweet. We'll see you back here next month. This is Susan Bridges. And Tilly Bridges. Thanks for listening. What? What's that look for? I like that you messed up on the thing because that's just perfectly twip. Well, how many times do I mess that thing up? A lot. <laughs> You're right. <laughs>
It's it's like it's expected like, at this point. If ever I just get it right, something's going to be wrong. And remember, whenever you're wrapping a gift, the answer is always more tape. More I tape! I don't think that's always the answer. You know what? Put us down as references. The theme to TWIP is Mr. Exposition by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. At the end of the show. End of the show. At the 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 end of the show. Ta-da! That's the show. The show is done. That's the show. The show is over now.